Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning, founder of the Motherhood Circle and creator of the Journey into Motherhood program. I'm a mother of three and have had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections and had a calm and positive vaginal home birth, free birth, with our third baby who is 4.5 kilos or 10 pounds. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and support to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBACs, especially home births, and professionals who want to learn more about how to support home birthing women. Inside, we're going to hear from women sharing their stories from surgical birth to achieving their vaginal home birth after cesarean, as well as expert interviews so that you have a mix of inspiring stories as well as powerful knowledge. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello, it's Ashley from the Motherhood Circle. Hopefully this will be a nice quick one for you, but I just wanted to share some of the insights that I've had lately around some of the mindset blocks. I'm going to call them money mindset blocks that often mothers and women have when it comes to spending money on themselves. And I can relate to this. When I became a mother, I was more than happy to spend all of my money on my child, buying clothes, buying a brand new pram, buying cots, buying the best for my child, making sure she had absolutely everything that she needed. And then when it came to myself, I stopped getting my hair done. I stopped getting my nails done. I didn't have the money anymore because I was spending my money on my baby. And then I just went from, we were going from one income, two incomes to one income. And I guess I got into this mindset before I had my baby. I was buying myself, getting my hair done, getting my nails done. I always have my makeup done, always investing in makeup. I wouldn't have thought twice about it. And so there's a huge shift sometimes when you become a mother. It's you go into this line of you see it all the time that happens. So, you know, sometimes we do go to the one income and sometimes money is a bit of an issue. So sometimes you go in a bit of survival mode. Um, sometimes it's a complete mindset change. You go from, you know, looking after yourself and spending all this money on yourself and doing all the things that made you feel happy and peaceful before to spending all that time and money and energy on your baby and sometimes we don't even realize that it happens and the other thing that happens is that I've seen it a lot in motherhood is I've seen this with my friends I've seen it in mothers groups you know people complaining and almost what would you call it almost gloating or I don't know what you'd even call it but you know who's worse off kind of thing I think us as mothers sometimes we get into the victim mindset of oh you know blah 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 got their hair done and I haven't got my hair done and and feeling like we don't we're not allowing ourselves that so we then look at others and demonize them like how dare they leave their baby at home for going to get their hair done how dare they spend their money on getting their hair done I've got better things to do than spend my money on hair um, I've seen a lot of the outside stuff and then I've also seen you know people you know mothers talking about other mothers in that way and then I've it's kind of like martyring themselves so they're suffering but they're not feeling good about it but they refuse to allow themselves anything and then the next one I see is mothers you know martyring themselves in saying they don't have time 
to practice self-care, that I have time for a five-minute mindset ritual, that I have time to, that I have any help, that I have any support. They can't go to go get their hair done for an hour or something like that. They, they can't leave their baby. And sometimes that happens. That You know, there are obviously times in our lives where it is almost difficult and impossible to get away from our babies. And then there are times where we need to make it happen. And I think there's a really f- a fine line between the mindset that happens for someone to feel comfortable and strong enough or confident enough to make that happen. Or sometimes we get so used to being stuck with our children, stuck with our babies, being the number one primary caregiver, being the one that has to give our children everything that we completely forget to look after ourselves sometimes. And I think it's not an intentional thing. We don't set out to do this to ourselves it happens it happened to me in my first year of motherhood and I martyred myself I thought I'm a good mother because I spend all of my time with my child I'm starting a business from home I started a family daycare from home because I refused to leave my child so I had other people's children come to my home and I was looking after four little toddlers um, and babies at one stage and I was doing long hours and I was you know stressing myself out and I did need the money but at the same time I created a business that I wasn't loving or enjoying purely to be with my child and you know it was one of the things that my husband recommended at the time as a home business that was profitable and it served a purpose but I also didn't do anything without her I I didn't get my husband to look after her Uh, so I could go out often I didn't feel like it was you know I didn't feel like a good mum when I did that so there was a huge mindset change that I had to work through and I'm happy to go through that in another episode but today what I wanted to talk about is you know I often meet women who want to work on their fears they are going into a free birth or a home birth after a traumatic experience or for the first time and there's so much fear around birth there's so much fear around pregnancy some of the fears that I often hear from mothers are the fear of them dying the fear of their baby dying the fear of failing you know transferring into hospital the fear of other people judging them the fear of what other people think of them not being able to tell people around them what's happening Um, the fear of it being too painful and it being too big for themselves the fear of having a painful birth there are so many fears that women go through and then they have to work through on their own unless they're willing to invest in themselves financially and hire somebody or pay for somebody a mindset coach a doula or a mindset and emotional digital coach or doula like myself and so often you know I'm connecting with women and they desperately want the help like if everyone could do it on their own they would and they you know I hired two doulas during my pregnancy experience I was having a free birth after two cesareans if you haven't listened to my birth story check it out on the VBAC home birth stories podcast um on one of the episodes there it's Ashley's birth part two I think it is um But there was a lot of mindset work that had to go into me finding the courage to be able to free birth at home after two cesareans without a medical personnel with me. I also knew at the same time I needed a lot of emotional support. So 
I, you know, talked to my husband and I invested in a doula. I wasn't sure that I wanted a doula. I wasn't sure if I wanted them for the birth. And I, I, I decided I didn't really need them for the birthing part, but I really wanted somebody around for afterbirth. So for the placenta and any potential hemorrhage issues. Um, and also, I really wanted someone to share in my journey. You know, I have built up an amazing circle of support around me and I have friends, but, you know, they've got lives. They've got heavy stuff happening they are not choosing the same things in their life as me you know a lot of my friends had hospital births majority of people do have hospital births and so as much as they were supportive at the same time I couldn't talk about the fears and the struggles and some of the challenges that I was having because ultimately I didn't want to make myself completely vulnerable in the sense that I wanted to show the world that I had this and I you know I have this and and also at the same time, they probably would not understand the reason why I would do it, especially if I had those fears. You know, most people would say, well, if you've got that fear, then maybe that's something telling you or maybe you should, you know, decide to hospital birth. You know, they just can't help it. That's just a natural reaction most of the time. It's like they want to take you out of that pain center. So you know I hired two doulas I hired a doula first of all and I explained to her that I would need a lot of extra emotional support I said can we meet monthly on the phone I said if it's going to cost extra you know I'm happy for that to happen and what happened was unfortunately that doula was not a very great emotional support for me I felt like a burden most of the time she didn't check in with me naturally I had to ask her on several occasions um, it just wasn't her strength. Her strength was not that support. So it's really hard to kind of figure out if that's somebody's strength because when we had the initial conversation and, and uh, agreement at the start when I hired her, she was all down for it, talking the talk, walking the walk. But you don't know until you actually work with somebody what someone's going to be like. And so I got to, you know, a few months in or something, I'd already paid my deposit and what was my choice? Um, you know, I could lose my deposit and move on to somebody else and and uh, there wasn't really any other free birth doulas available. Um, you know, I'd already spoken to most of the ones I was comfortable with. So I had an opportunity where this other doula came up and I explained to her, she was a brand new doula who trained with my doula and this isn't to rag anyone out or anything, this is purely my experience and so if anyone's listening to this, I don't want anyone to feel like this is, an, this is me bashing anyone because this is not, this is my experience and I know other people have similar experiences so this is purely how it is. I'm going to share my journey, I'm going to share my truths, this is who I am and this is what I believe in. Um, but I explained to this new doula, I said look I'm just not getting the emotional support you know, it'd be so good. I feel like she's going to be handling it in the birth. I feel like she's confident. She's got the experience as a free birth dollar. But what I would really love from you is I would love the emotional connection and support. Yes, yes, yes. That was promised, promised, promised. I've gone over this a million times and, you know, you're waiting as a client, as a birthing person, as a pregnant woman, you're just hoping that somebody will message you, check in with you, see how you're going. Or when you send somebody a message that you're going to be well received that they're going to delight in what's happening in your moment that they're going to offer to have calls with you that they're going to want to see how you're feeling and that sort of thing and unfortunately that just wasn't the case and it, and it made me feel really isolated and alone and it also bridged 
an issue with me moving into my birth that you know I didn't feel comfortable or confident with these two people because I'd felt uh in a way um neglected and I'd also the resentment was growing and I think this comes in a lot in you know because I'm vulnerable anyways as a highly sensitive person this as a sensitive person that is exactly how majority of sensitive people are going to feel so emotional support is one of those things that is just so imperative and important during this vulnerable time for women and you know one of the biggest issues that I come across with women is that they often want the support through their pregnancy and then you know when it's offered they will message me I get an overwhelming amount of women messaging me and they want to know if my services or my support they call it support if they want to know if my support is free or if it's paid and often you know I say it's it's interesting that that this is a question that I get asked all the time because I could not imagine in the community groups that I'm in you know a mechanic puts his services up and he shares a post and people respond back well I'd love to book my car in but you know is this going to be a free service and in the doula business and in the birthing industry you know quite often doulas are expected to give their time willingly and for free and we should do this because we're helping each other and we're supporting each other and most doulas are doing it purely out of love because they're passionate and they want to make a difference in the world and that's exactly why i do what i do i have invested thousands of hours over the last four years free time building my business learning everything i can to support women creating a beautiful website hours creating a podcast sharing weekly newsletters with my audience answering questions in facebook groups you know really supporting women um and quite often the biggest objection that i have is women expecting a service or support for free so i really want to basically put the word out there that doulas should be paid for their time and this should be a thing and and if you're a doula listening i think you should stop offering your services for free because what's happening is that women are expecting it for free and and if if that's going to happen we're as women we're devaluing each other we're expecting things for free and we wouldn't expect the mechanic to give us something for free although it would be lovely because they do charge an arm and a leg um we just wouldn't go to the dentist and expect them to give a service for free so why should we be expecting our fellow mothers who are supporting us through some of the most challenging times to do it for free um but some of the things that have that some of the biggest reasons why i personally prefer to pay for somebody and for their support and why I should have hired an emotional or mindset coach through my pregnancy experience is because they specialize and I I, the mistake I made is expecting that all doulas provide support I thought when I hired a doula that a doula was going to provide me with emotional support that is the number one thing that you know some people comment on my posts sometimes and they say to me I don't mean to be disrespectful or anything, but what's the difference between what you're offering and what a doula offers? And I don't want to go into a long-winded conversation with them because I don't want to offend anyone and I don't want to, you know, have a big conversation with people. And I should probably start putting some blanket questions so people can be more educated. But all doulas are not the same. All doulas are not 
of the same equal. Everyone specializes in different things. Everyone brings a different specialty to the table. So some doulas will be amazing on the day if you need someone to be by your side in the hospital or if you're free birthing or home birthing and you really want somebody on the day. Like my doulas, they were amazing on the day. You know, the they showed up, they were here, they were excited, they were ready. You know, they offered all the support that I needed in that time. And I knew intuitively that's I was going to be getting that from my number one doula, from my first doula. I absolutely knew that and I trusted that that was going to happen and that's what happened. So, you know, I always look back and think, I'm so thankful that I had that. The insight that I wish that I had is that I should have hired a mindset coach because I've hired mindset coaches over the years. I've worked with psychologists over the years and my clients who I work with now often have psychologists. One of my clients at the moment has a couple, a psychologist and a psychiatrist that she works with. I have, you know, another client who is working with a psychologist. I have clients who have had past trauma history who need to work with psychologists to get through some of that stuff, you know, when or mental health issues or trauma, some of those things, they they need healthcare professionals Um you know more than what a mindset doula can provide you and so working alongside that support and so it's like a layer of support that you have my clients have midwives that they work with but those midwives sometimes they don't feel comfortable talking about some of those fears they don't want to have you know place that fear in that midwife or sometimes they want it separate they want to have a separate person from that journey to talk to that is completely outside of this space they want to keep this space safe and sacred and then we can work through some of the mindset issues and challenges with Ashley on the other side which I totally get and also at the same time some people want a full full support network so they've got like a postpartum doula and then they've got a birth doula who's completely separate then they have someone they're working with me as an emotional mindset you know virtual doula as a digital doula and then they have their psychologist who they're working with and then they go to yoga and they have a hypnobirthing teacher and they have all these things I'm not saying that everyone needs these things no way am I saying that but I am saying that some people do some people do some people like me especially if you're a highly sensitive person or an empath um you may feel the calling and the need to have that extra space and and so you know that's one of the biggest things that i wish that i had uh, and i was really lucky with my postpartum daughter she was very very supportive emotionally for me and i think that carried me through from the last part of my pregnancy from about 30 weeks right the way through to postpartum and now i'm feeling like hey i would love to have an emotional mindset doula or you know coach again now that I'm five months postpartum and I'm stepping up in my business um, and I'm working with people but of course it's really important for me to have that extra support um, so yes there's some of the reasons why I think it's really important to value and understand what you're paying for Sometimes you're paying for somebody to listen to you and be your friend and hear you and, and sit with you through that time. You're, you know, you're paying for someone to be non-judgmental, but it is worth it. You know, the amount of times that I've turned up to a call with my clients and they leave afterwards and they say, thank you so much for, I feel so inspired. I feel so like I just got off a call just now 
And she said to me, I didn't even think of that. Like, I've spent my whole life and I never even knew that. And that's the missing piece of the puzzle. This is life changing. And I was just such so in awe because it is life changing having someone work with you to see your life in a different space who has experienced what you've experienced and who can hold your hand and support you and give you little bits of information and, and insights and and help you it may you may eventually figure it out in your own but it might take you a couple years but when you work with someone you can grow quicker and you can you know have that support in so many different ways so I mean, I rambled on about a few different topics here, but initially what I wanted to talk to you about is, um, you know, this thing between mothers where we, we don't want to pay for certain support. We don't value it. I want you to start thinking about valuing yourself um, from a space, whether it's working on your mindset or whether it's hiring a cleaner, whether it's going to get your hair done, you've been thinking about it for a while. I want you to start valuing yourself and I want you to start investing in yourself even if it's little things like go and get some Epsom salts so you can do a foot spa um, but yes yeah, so I wanted to talk about that because I think it's something that happens in motherhood a lot so thank you very much for listening to another episode and if you would like to connect with me I have some one-on-one sessions going at the moment I for brand new clients I've got two you know book with me in the next couple of weeks and I've got one-on-one sessions they're introductory sessions so you can get to know me get to see if you're comfortable with me um, and connect with me and get you know see what kind of um, powerful shifts we can have in your life and at the moment I've got a running deal for 97 Australian dollars you can have uh, two 45 minute sessions with me they're open for the next couple of weeks send me an email hello at themotherhoodcircle.com.au if you would like to take up that offer or send me a dm or pm on insta or facebook at the motherhood circle i hope you enjoyed this episode and i look forward to connecting with you soon thank you so much for listening to the be back home birth stories podcast i hope that this episode has helped you take another step to finding your voice and confidence in your v back home birth journey if you enjoyed this episode please take a second to rate and review each review helps us to help more women to find out more about v back home birth just like you don't forget to take a screenshot share it to your instagram stories and tag me at the motherhood circle I'll see you next time.